Hello boys and girls and welcome back to the Disclosed Podcast. Today we'll be talking about esports. Now this topic obviously isn't for everyone, however it is a very interesting topic as we'll explain later on. As per usual, I'm joined by Owen and Finn. How are you doing, Owen? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah, excited to um, explore something a little bit different. I'm not um, a big player in the esports world, but I don't know much about it, but I'm ready to learn some stuff, so yeah. Finn, how you doing? Morning, fella. I'm all right, thank you. Good to be here, as always. Great. All right, so arguably, esports has become one of the biggest types of sports in the world, uh, with new records being hit by young kids earning millions a year, which is, you know, absurd amounts of money, especially for, you know, young kids, uh, just by playing video games. One of these being Tommy Init, who we discuss later. However, for now, let's talk about what actually is esports. For this, I'm going to hand it over to Finn. So basically, boys and girls, if you don't know, esports is essentially playing video games competitively for gaming organisations such as TSM, G2, Space Station Gaming. They're just a few of the most popular ones. Teams will pay their players a salary. It can be lower, can be higher. Uh, and they stay with that Pacific team game, such as they might play Rainbow Six Siege. They all work together to conquer other teams they play against. Yeah, and um, as much as it does sound fun playing video games all day um people because it's their career take it very very competitively and there are hundreds and hundreds of tactics and maneuvers specifically in rainbow six six siege which i believe max does have experience in so lots of different tactics that take place during each game and it's really really hard to get into the good teams because there's so many people playing think how many people play xbox and um, PS etc etc um, but it is very possible it is very possible um, if you put your mind to it you can do anything it takes a lot of effort and practice obviously to get good at um, however there is another option that also links onto esports and that is streaming on platforms such as Twitch if you've heard so streaming is essentially when someone streams their game footage live onto the internet so that people can watch um it's different to YouTube. Well, obviously, you can do it on YouTube as well. But it's different to YouTube as, you know, on YouTube, you actually upload your video um, of, you know, you, which you could have edited, added music behind, etc. Uh, but streaming is you, you stream your raw footage. Obviously, you can edit it. Um, but it's completely, di- well, completely different. So you've got different. Uh, Twitch doesn't actually up- let you upload. It only lets you stream. And then once you've streamed, you can upload it, um, the stream. But this this kind of whole thing uh, allows the watchers to so the watchers of the stream to be more comfortable and to be more included in their game and kind of like support them along uh, as there is a live chat um, which people can use. The biggest um, streaming site at the like moment of this podcast uh, is Twitch at the moment, and that is where a lot of esports competitions are streamed, as well as some of the biggest streamers uh, such as Shroud and Ninja who recently moved from Mixer, um, as it got be- bought by Facebook. Get in the Mixer! What is a Mixer, um, then? Is Mixer like Mixer, Twitch? Yeah, so it was like it was like a streaming uh, site. Okay. And then it, it, it's got uh, bought, bought by Facebook. Everything's been bought by Facebook. Yeah, like loads of things. I don't know what's happened to it, but that, that's, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. There is um, one of the most relatable 
content creators to us is Tommy Innit. He is a 16-year-old streamer who streams Minecraft with his friends. He's estimated to have a yearly income of about 15 million pounds, which is absolutely insane. Poggers. How old is he? Like 16, or what, I think he's, he's 17. 15 million. He's in, he's he's in our year million. school-wise. That's ridiculous. Yeah. He's in first year of college. What, just by uh, streaming? He's got a YouTube as well. He's got like two YouTube channels. That's mad. But this is why I think Twitch is mad, because you can subscribe on Twitch. So like like you would YouTube, you subscribe, but you have to pay. It's usually about, works out like, like six quid, something like that. You can use, if, if you have Amazon Prime and you link that, you can have one free subscription a month. And that's called a Prime sub. But think, all these people subbing to him, that's six quid, every single person. He's probably getting about four quid of that. And he gets like 200k subs like a month. Something like that. And they're all resubbing every single month. Oh, what so do you have to what so it's like the six pounds to yeah. like watch him stream for a month and no, then you have to resub. It's not again. just to watch him stream, like you might you get like badges. You might say uh, your name, you know. Um <laughs> you might like so I've known some streamers like if you subscribe you get entered into giveaways, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's there's definitely oh, okay. an incentive to do it. Every every kind of streamer does it differently. But then you yeah. have to resub yeah. every single month. So that's another six. But quid, another that's six where quid. he gets all his money from, though. So. Yeah, probably. And you can just play ads on your stream. So anyone, oh yeah, if you're not subscribed, then you have to view the person's ads. If you are subscribed, then you don't really have to view ads. So then right. you get ad revenue as well. Twitch partnerships, as loads. If you if you hit the jackpot with it, and you become really famous, you can make peas very very quickly. Well, I don't know about you, but I'd very um I'd love to earn fifteen mil just by playing gaming. So how would someone get into this kind of gaming? Like what equipment would they need, etc. Max? So <clears throat> most of it, um, you just need an like a pretty okay PC. I mean nowadays you can stream off such a uh, low end computer. Obviously, you know, you want it to run as smoothly as possible, so that's when you, you know, start upgrading your equipment. But it would it it's not it's not particularly a lot of money. Obviously, it, I mean, for me, it took me about two years to save up for my first setup, which was like nine hundred pounds for the computer, and like a hundred pound for the monitor or whatever. And then some just you can you can literally jerry-rig anything because I think we've got like a ten pound IKEA chair, which I ended up sitting on for like three years, which was pretty comfortable. It it doesn't it doesn't cost a lot. Everyone thinks oh you know it costs thousands and thousands. It's like realistically yeah it probably costs costs about up like i'd say oh it's it's hard I, I, you could get a computer for like 500 pounds mm-hmm. um and stream off that happily uh and then but a whole setup is like 700 which isn't like obviously it's a lot of money but you're mentioning like yeah. um pcs and computers and stuff because i know you're a pc gamer yeah we've got in the house actually we've got me as an xbox finn as a playstation Max is a PC, so you've got a nice variety. If me or Finn wanted to get into sh- sh- streaming or gaming, is that also possible on consoles? Or Yeah, so I think you can do it on consoles now uh, with a laptop. So it doesn't have to be any sort of powerful laptop or anything, I don't think. As long as it can, I think it just has to run. I, I, haven't, I haven't experimented it because I haven't, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't got the experience with it. But, you know, there is loads of tutorials online on YouTube and stuff that you can look up that you are able to do it pretty easily. Uh, to stream your games off Xbox or PS4 onto Twitch. Nice. Probably, I think the easiest way would be just to plug it into a PC, run it through a HDMI. Because a lot of like 
streamers I've seen go and play like zombies on a PlayStation. Yeah. But you know, that's still mm. on a computer, so there's ways of doing it, definitely. And mm. um towards the end of the episode, we're gonna have a little surprise guest appearance from someone who's been starting up their own Twitch Twitch following over the last couple of months and they've gained the following, so they're gonna come and tell you if you do have any interest in it, the ins and outs, what you need, how it goes down, what's the grind like. So stay tuned. Very much so. Well, you should always stay That's tuned great. anyway, because the best bits of the episode are always at the end. So, Yep, very, very <laughs> true. So, if anyone is looking into esports right now, there is a new game uh, called Valorant. It probably came out about a year ago, actually. But it is, it is because obviously um, it's a new game, and essentially, if anyone's played these games, it's a mixture between CSGO and Overwatch, I think. CSGO and Overwatch... Uh, is the main two, and then there's like a mix between like with Rainbow and. I do well. know CS:GO actually. Counter Strike. Yeah, Counter Strike. Global guys. Offensive. Yeah, that that game is. I think it's like twenty years old. It has to be like that. Big old. up. But essentially, you know that that is uh, th- that game. If anyone was getting into it, that game I'd highly recommend. If you're if you're purely going for esports, you don't care about the game, whatever. But most games that you do play, like like that, most people probably play is like FIFA. Um, what other games? I have got um, this is like the the only esports knowledge I have, but Formula One. So I'm quite into oh, yeah. Formula One, and there's lots of esports Formula One gamers, right? Who actually race like for the team. So if you're good enough, you can make it. And each team, so like Ferrari, Mercedes, Red Bull, McLaren, they sign esports drivers to to game on their behalf so you could become a ferrari's esport driver or an alfa romeo esports driver which is pretty cool that's that's pretty mad i didn't even know that i mean i knew that f1 was a game because because that's what they were doing um over lockdown when there was no races they were just having esports races yeah and they get you to come on and like drive the simulator and stuff like that so you can be employed by a Formula One team to be like an esports driver, which is pretty cool. That is pretty exciting. Right, boys, got a couple of questions for you around gaming because we game together. We're the gamers. We From your personal gaming experience, first of all, I want your funniest gaming moment. It can be with us, but we only really play Warzone. Or it can be on your own. I mean, let's hit me. Mine's probably just my kill to death ratio on Warzone, if I'm honest. <laughs> Do you know off the top of your head what it is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> In the day, like. uh, um, duh, I'm not really sure. Last time I checked, it was around like the naught point, yeah, range. <laughs> like what? Naught point five ish, I think. Naught point five. I think it might have gone up recently. I think mine's like one point five two. There you go. But I am a massive sweat. <laughs> my one defense. Um, my one defense. I played it a lot played it I, I used to play it a lot like a year two years ago uh well no it wasn't out two years ago i, I used to play it a lot at the start and um i was awful yeah i was getting a kill like every three yeah. games yeah so i'm still trying to recover from that kind of kill death ratio but yeah that's everyone knows i'm shit anyway so yeah i mean i i probably um it's the same for me on rainbow on on rainbow six siege uh, I used to, that was my first game that I actually probably played uh, on PC and just in general. Um, like the one that I probably tryharded the most ever. I've got like 2,000 hours on it. Mad. Which is That's a lot. quite a lot of hours. And I um, I, I think the probably, the funniest moment was probably in that when, you know, it was just me and then this, cr- this like bunch of people that I just met 
on this game um, we just used to play. And um, I think one of them like sneezed and like farted at the same time. But it, at the time, it was really funny because <laughs> then you got a kill at the same time. Wait. It was something, something like that or something that, you know, happened in the game that everyone was like, oh, my God, no way you just did that. Wait, 2,000 hours? That's like over 100 days straight. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, because 24 hours. So 100 days would be 24,000 hours. Oh, no, yeah. no, 2,400 hours. And you've done yeah. 2,000 so hours. So I'm 400 off, yeah. Yeah, Christ. Jesus, that's that was quite quite good. I'm proud of myself. Finn. All right, Finn. What's your funniest moment then? It's either got to go down to at the start of lockdown, like the first, like I'm talking like number one lockdown, not the ninth one that we've just come. Numero up. uno. Um, <laughs> I re, you know, I was really bored. Went on Fortnite again. I haven't done it in a while. Apparently, everyone just has like developed all these new mechanics on how to build. <laughs> anyway, I started playing with Amy and she's on a little iPhone. You know, she ended up buying a controller for her iPhone. It's just funny just watching her trying to shoot people and just like Do you know what I mean? You just <laughs> It's like <laughs> Owen, if Owen came over and started to play Fortnite, which he has started to do. It's oh, come on, it's not that bad. It's the building, it's the building. I'm getting there. I just don't I just don't I'm not a massive fan of it now because everyone's just fucking the sweatiest try hard kids is, you know. Yeah. It's mental. Yeah, it's a bunch of like twelve-year-olds that just that sit there on their like keyboard yeah. adapter for like Xbox or whatever, and just if you if you play on controller, you can't really build that that much because it's a controller. <laughs> controller player. Yeah, yeah the sp- the speed people build at now is mad. Or what's the other one you said? Uh, it's got to be the twenty kill game that me and Owen bust. I remember that? Yeah. How many kills did you get? No, I can't. I think it was about eight. Eight jinx. That's not that. No, that's almost fifty percent each. Yeah, nearly, nearly. So. I was just because it was just like, I hate it when it gets to like the final couple of people on Warzone because I really start to sweat and like, do you know what I mean? I get really nervous. <laughs> yeah, so it was like that. I didn't like it. No, but we did, we did we pulled the Vic Roy. It was mad. We did, we did. Which twenty kill game for most people probably isn't um that much of a celebration. But when you have Owen on your team, it's quite a celebration. Yeah, it was good, and we didn't have loadout. No, no, we didn't. We didn't. No, have we a load didn't. Up. Jesus. And I think we was weren't we playing in trios and it was just us two. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. That's why I was high anyway. kill. I don't want to be in that high kill. Yeah. I've just thought of a really exhilarating gaming moment that I've had. Go on. That I I would like to share. So, essentially, again, Rainbow Six Siege, and I was playing for a team. It was in it was in a scrim, which is like a a practice, like practice pro match. That makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was in a scrim against another team and it was the most intense game I've ever played of that game. I've, I've sweated so much of my life on this game and ranked or whatever competitive, but this game, this one singular game, the amount of hitting my desk, running around the room, screaming, it, it was endless. Just, just the whole team, the whole team, cause you'd have this one kid that was shit Right, you'd always have that one kid that is shit on your team, and you just literally. And that was you, was it? He would. No, no, no. This wasn't me. <laughs> but he, he would. He there was. I remember this one round, and everyone was like, "Oh no!" It was a one v three, and he was the last player alive. He was playing like he's not even playing like a good character. He's playing like Cap Can or something because I think he didn't pick because he's. Don't know what that means, but he's a character and he's not very good. Okay. He's well, he's not very good at, at all. But basically, and everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Well, this is lost. I went to go get a drink. 
uh, and then came back and he's still playing this 1v3. So like he played out and there was like 10 seconds left and he ends up clutching up the round. And I honestly just ran around my room because it was like one of the last rounds and we needed to win it. And he actually ended up winning it and he was the shittest player on the team. And I was just so excited. There you go, boys and girls. Because it was, it, it was, it was so, f- I was, I was just, I lost hope in him. But he, he came back and came. Never lose hope. Dreams can come true. Poggers. Exactly. Motivational quote of the week. Yeah, no, that's not a very good one. I can probably whip up a better one. Yeah. Dreams don't work unless you do. You've had better. What's that? That's good one. You've had better. Yeah, you've had better. Okay, I'll go again. I'll go again. You raised the bar quite high, so. I'll go again. I'll go again. With the first couple. Okay. Boys and girls, you made it this far in the episode and we will reward you in a couple of minutes, seconds. I don't know. It'll be like it'll be like a click of the finger for you. We are going to get our guest on. She's going to come and talk to you. All things Twitch streaming. Jess, welcome to the pod. How are you? Lovely to see you. Thank you. I'm very good, thanks. I'm doing good. Good. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Jess, we've just got you on to do a little bit of talking about Twitch mm-hmm. and what goes into having your own Twitch channel? Because I'm sure there's a lot of viewers out there. Some might know what it is. Some might not. Yeah. Um, I don't think... Owen is just becoming a little bit more accustomed to Twitch. Is that right, my friend? My friend. A little yeah. bit more accustomed. Yeah. I'm not a regular user of it, but if you told me what it was before we started learning about it, I'd yeah, know course. a lot less than I do now. So. Yeah, totally. So, basically, on my channel, um, I with Twitch, it's basically you're just... Um, streaming video games pretty much is what you do. You can also stream other things. You can have conversations. You can have like debates and also stream on Twitch. You can sometimes people stream football on Twitch. It's all it's all very varied. Um, it's mainly just like a streaming program um, which people use and and um, communicate with others, which is quite a fun thing. And I do uh, video games online. Um, as well as a couple other things. Sometimes I do some just chatting stuff. It's, it's very varied when it comes to Twitch and it's it's just a way of communicating with people live rather than... Because when it comes to YouTube and stuff, you're very... You're, things are recorded, they're not streamed, so it's hard to communicate with viewers in real time. So it's, it's a very good platform to be on, um, I would say. And how, how long ago... So when did this all sort of come about? When did you go, okay, I want to start a Twitch channel? I want to start streaming. Um, I basically, funny story. Um, when I was uh, younger, I used to watch this YouTuber called Afmel. Um, she's not very well known, but she used to do these like role play series, like production type things. And she'd have voice actors and body actors and all of this stuff. And it was really cool. And I was like, wow, I would love to be a voice actor. And that's kind of where I found my love for acting as well. And, um, I was like, I really like to be a voice actor. So I went on to this website called Casting Call and um, I did a lot of voice acting for popular YouTubers. I'm still a voice actor now. I voice act for um, a YouTuber called Taker. She's got 50K on um, on YouTube. So I, I big up Taker. Um, and she, yeah, so I, I just um, mm-hmm. voice act with all of these YouTubers and I was like, this is really cool and this is really fun. I want to make my own. Um, so I basically brought a team together. I had a team of 40. I've got about 35 now. Um, but I had a team of 40 and, um, we basically were working on this production and I'm, I'm still working on it now. I've been working on it for five years. So it's been something that's been been in the making for a really long time. And, um, I've now got voice actors and body actors and all that. 
Anyway, I didn't want to bring out my roleplay series until I had like a bit of a following, something a little bit behind me. So I was like, how can I really bring this and and make other content that other people would want to enjoy so that I, when I put this out, it won't be completely flat. So I um, was looking into it and I started um, doing re- video recordings and posting them on YouTube. But I found that because of my schedule and, be- and because obviously I am still at sixth form it's like it was very difficult for me to to do it because obviously it takes a lot of editing as i'm sure you guys know um so it was like i couldn't bring out a video every couple days or every week as much as i wanted to and i found streaming was more better for my schedule for me and i was like you know what screw it why don't i do it and then when i did that um i met i found some other streamers as well that were also doing the same thing so um i kind of slowly made my way into streaming so for those who don't know which includes me a little bit um what actually and max what actually is a role play series can you explain it to us so essentially a role play series is something it's sort of like um a production it's like something you would see you know it's like a play or a film or a tv series it's that sort of thing and it, and sometimes it's improvised and sometimes it's scripted and the stuff that she did was very scripted and all of this and she actually the, the cool thing about it is that she did this in minecraft <laughs> so it's like she did all of this stuff and she spent years and years and years doing all of this stuff on minecraft because she wanted to make this production without having to meet up meet up with people and and have that money behind her it was a way of um making a play or a film or a tv series without needing thousands and thousands of pounds it was it's more like a budgeted production which is why i think it was so cool for me when i watched it when i was younger because i was like wow this is awesome this is such a cool thing to do and i really like acting i like production so it was just something that really fitted me is this a thing that she made a lot of money out of or is there potential to make a lot of money out of this yeah she made um a lot of money out of this put in perspective right she's got uh i think it's like 20 million subscribers on youtube now so she's she's doing really well and she started off um similar to me she did streams um she did all this stuff and then um she brought out these role play series and people were like oh my god this is awesome And she was the first person to sort of do that on youtube so everyone was like this is insane like this is a new way of playing minecraft it's a new way of making productions and then other 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 youtubers and other streamers decided to start doing that as well so she was the start of it and she's done really really well for herself to the point that she doesn't actually do role plays anymore she does um other content and people still watch her so it's like it she's doing very very well and she in the end she got um a whole she bought a whole studio in LA where all of her voice actors her body actors and all of that they actually came and sat in the office and created this production so it it, it went really well so people um i mean people know all the big youtubers are making millions um twitch is just as successful in that it makes um content creators it can make them a lot of money as well as YouTube, people might put Twitch on like a, a lower step, but it's a pretty even playing field, it's mm. not like. Well, with, I think the difference that people need to understand when it comes to Twitch is if you're wanting to do streaming, or, okay, actually, rephrase that. If you want to earn money quickly, 
Twitch is the best way of doing that because on YouTube you have to get 1,000 subscribers and you also have to get 1,000 hours watch time before they even give you a penny. And then when you get to that point, you earn like nothing. You earn very, very little because people don't want to watch ads and that's where you would get your money from on YouTube. So people think, oh, YouTubers earn like thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds per video. Not necessarily. Um, It it is very difficult to start with on YouTube. I think if you're having a previous um, fan base, like for example, if you blow up on TikTok and you get like 100k followers on TikTok, if you bought those to YouTube, you'd be fine. But it's like if you're starting from the ground and working up, YouTube is like the worst way of doing things. And I didn't realize that for a really long time because I actually used to stream on YouTube. And then I realized it's not set up for streaming. It's not set up for those small content creators. It's set up for those big ones that want to do all of these massive things without, you know, needing to get past the the subscriber and and, and the, the requirements to earn money. Whereas with Twitch, all you have to do is get 50 followers on Twitch and then oh, you start wow. earning money. Yeah. So it's like, it's a lot different. Um, the only difference with Twitch is that you don't get a lot of money through ads. It's mainly the people that watch you. So if you don't have a lot of people that donate or, or subscribe to you, you're not going to have that that money but you can that's the thing like there's someone i know uh that there's this youtuber she uh he um he's got i think 850 subscribers and that means that he's getting about a grand a month and that's like a lot of money and and that's not even including um like the donation part of it either that's just a subscriber part so it's like you it's easier for you to earn money on twitch but sometimes it may not be the same amount as youtube would be so with talking about following um what Mm -hmm. does it take to gain a following like large and like small how does it how was how's your experience been in growing a following um i think a lot of the perception right of of being a streamer is very different than what it is in real life. Um, a lot of people think that when you're a streamer, all you have to do is stream, right? And there's a lot more that goes into it in order for you to grow. Um, for example, um, there's a streamer I know. He's a really good streamer. He's really funny. He's really entertaining. He's a great streamer, but he's not growing because he doesn't have his about section sorted. So his about section is the first thing that people see when they t- when they go on Twitch and they see your channel. The about section is the first thing they see. So they want to know everything about you in a short, simplified way. Um, boom, 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 right in front of them. And if you don't have any of that, people are going to be like, you're lazy. You don't want to... You don't, you're probably not going to stream on schedule. You're probably not going to do it. And it gives this perception that you're not as interested in it as they want you to be. So people won't follow you and won't watch you. So that's one thing. You have to get your about section sorted. And then um, another thing is you, the, when you start streaming, the first thing you want to make sure that you have is mods in your chat. Because the amount of times that I've got raided or um, people have come into my chat 
and like just being horrible, nasty, like sending me hate, like, and I'm not even that big of a, a like content creator. I'm tiny and people still come in there and hate on me. Um, and it's really important that you have those mods in there that you trust that will monitor your chat and delete those messages instantly because it's hard for me because the only way that I can monitor my stream is the time that my stream is and sometimes it um buffers and it's a little delayed so I won't see the messages until 10 minutes since they've been posted whereas the mods will see it straight away because they're mods so I I have those in place so that they can monitor the chat and also another good thing about mods is that when this because they have to sit in your chat they have to watch the whole the whole stream right and when it comes to um twitch it heavily relies on networking and other platforms um because they it's not really recommended um you don't your videos don't really get recommended on twitch it's more um relying on other other platforms, other um, social medias to bring those people in. Um, and another, a good way of doing that is YouTube, because although you don't get money from YouTube, you, you're still putting yourself out there and creating that platform. So like when you're streaming and you want to get all of the, of all of these, you know, um, like these clips, what would you rather do? Have your mods clip them in real time so that it saves you three hours or would you rather, after you finish streaming and you're tired and then, and then like, and then like having to watch the whole thing for three hours, it's like, you don't, you're not going to want to do that and it, it, it's a lot, I've had to do that in the past and it's awful, right? it's, it takes so much time. So it's so handy to have those mods in there that just clip the stream as and when you need to and then they, and then you can just put it together and post it on YouTube. Um, and then another thing would be definitely make sure that you're on TikTok because TikTok at the moment is obviously a hotspot. A lot of people are blowing up on TikTok. So you want to make sure that you're putting out those content um, on your TikTok and, and really hoping that someone will see that. Um, because once you, what you can do is once you hit a thousand followers on TikTok, you can put a link in your bio, um, meaning that people can instantly just click on your Twitch and go look at your Twitch. And, and someone I know, his um video blew up he got uh, i think th uh 300k views on tiktok and um he got he's now at 5k on tiktok on on tiktok on twitch sorry he's at 5k on twitch just from that tiktok alone and then he blew up another time and they and it grew so it, it's very good to have that platform also like i have to stream twice i have to um do instagram and um post on instagram about two or three times a week. I try and do it after my stream, always posting on Twitter, um, you know, every single platform, you've always got to be doing it. And it's also very good to be in um, in Discord chats where people can, where you can communicate with other streamers. Um, I'm in a, a Discord channel, which they, um, they're all different streamers. They're all really small streamers and we all kind of support each other, give each other tips and stuff. And that's a good way of networking. And then you can do collabs with other streamers and then grow your, your following that way. So there is a lot more that goes into it than what people think. Yeah. So it sounds like it's with all this stuff that you've said, it's very much doable for anyone that wants to, to take up Twitch streaming. Yeah. Um, 
I feel like coming into this video, I didn't know much about Twitch at all, and now I feel like I've taken away a lot of knowledge, so I can make a yeah, Twitch channel course. if I need to. We can all, um, you know, make a tw maybe make a TikTok account. <laughs> That's what Possibly. I was going to say. Should we make mm -hmm. a TikTok voice? But... Yeah, we should make <laughs> a TikTok. Plus, uh, <laughs> we should. And, um, yeah, we should. We should. That's a, that's an idea. Put, well, and put what on there. Right. I mean, it'd good, be easier, idea. obviously, work, you know, if we start clips, a video. But... Post little snippets. Post little snippets. Yeah, funny clips. All right, well, like we'll watch out for that. Watch out for that. That could come soon. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye out on your For You pages. <laughs> We're still in the spot. Jess. Yes, yes. Uh, where can people find you if they don't already know? Where can they find you on Twitch, Instagram, all that kind of stuff? Um, so all of my socials are Rekanara, so R-E-I-K-A-N-A-R-A. So that's actually my my username on Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, everything. That's Will be in there. the description so. of this podcast. Um, yep. Go find that. Thank you, thank you. Okay, brilliant. Thank you, Jess. Um, I think you smashed it out of the park, really. Thank you for thank sharing you. that. Thank you. Boys, that wraps up our esports episode. Yes, that does. Thank you very much. Yeah. Enjoyed myself. Thanks to Max for organising and Jess for coming. Yeah, and thank Finn you both, for man. Being Finn. Of course. No problem. Always at here. All. Always here. <laughs> Hope everyone enjoyed it. All right, boys and girls, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time uh, and tune in next Sunday for a new episode. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs>